I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. One, two, clean. She has been slapped with the stick. <laughs> you, we need to get one. I feel like I'm so loud. Is my gain? My gain's really low. It's sincere. You're I'm not. not. This microphone's in my esophagus. So it's yeah, but you're fine. I feel like I talk normal, and then I get on the mic, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like it gets well, raspy. Because listeners, every single time before we start a crying in public full episode and a mini episode, I guess Cindy and I do mic check, and she'll like talk Cindy will and I always make her go first because her microphone shows up first on the aggregate device and she'll always be like and then like we'll start recording and she'll be like because that's how we always are when we record yeah it's because like we used to have that kind of energy you know yes and like we just moved into our new apartment she's so cute and bright it's just like like even like waking up in the morning I just feel like just happy and light because there's so much light in this apartment and the building is so much nicer and like our neighbors are nice and like it's just really cute you know we don't belong in this building when we we knew uh, when we walked in the elevator and some old ass woman with a pomeranian in her bag came in the elevator 
and said, hello, good morning. And we were like, yeah. Okay, Jeffree Star, but woman and also 50 years old. Hi. Like, I was talking to one of our new neighbors. She's like on the news or something. And once she told me I look like a princess. And I was like, oh my God, girl, stop. Don't, don't flatter me like that. And then she was like, where'd you move from? And I was like, East Village. And she was like, oh. And I was like, girly, I know. But I'm the come up. Upgrade. Upgrade. I'm upgrade. Baby, I'm a, and also we have a doorman. We have a doorman. Yeah, yeah. We have a doorman. We have an elevator. Not to, I'm not trying to brag. I'm very, I was very grateful for our, our last apartment uh, I'm grateful for anything I have if I'm living in the city. And obviously, I have a very blessed life. But this apartment, everybody, <laughs> there's so much natural light. Windows everywhere. We have an amazing view. Obviously, we can't tell you exactly where we're located. But it's absurd. We love it. You can probably guess from how we're describing it. But like, well, wow. And also, the area is so oh, nice. Wow. You can just walk out and everyone's like, ah. And then it's like, so wait, nice. you know, good morning, Baltimore. Oh there's the flasher who lives next door. She had to upstage me. Like, here I was with my pipes going off, and she had to hit falsetto. I know that I can't sing, but that will not stop me from singing. Like, I will literally so do be it. in my bedroom, like, um, I'm going to leave the door open. I hear from the across the room, I'm going to leave the door open. I was like, hey, that's how you know. If you can't tell, we're just in a good mood right now. We like are. we're just so smiling, giggly. Guys, we made dinner. We made, we made. <clears throat> uh, garlic, <laughs> garlic butter parmesan pasta with spinach and chicken. It was yes. really good. We had uh, multiple servings. Yes, we'd say we weren't going to, but we did. We did. But we are waiting for our couch to come, and our cute YouTube setup to be finally put together and everything comes in and once we do that we're gonna do a apartment tour because we've been gotten a lot of dms asking for one so we're gonna do that and we're gonna put it on tiktok <laughs> and youtube and the whole shebang 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 our couch should be coming tomorrow between the times of 3 p.m 7 p.m we have to be here to sign for it and obviously like take it in the apartment and Put it together, which is not going to go well, I'm, I'm assuming, because the last couch we had in our last apartment. It, it, we never finished it. We never finished it. And it wasn't just me and Sydney that time. It was us plus two other people. So yeah. four girls were trying to figure out how to put this couch together, and it simply was not working because they didn't give us the right part. So hopefully Wayfair pulls through this time. It's a black velvet quilted couch it's gorgeous cost us half a month's rent mm -hmm. and it was really amazing and we're trying to figure out how to like get a neon sign for over top of our couch we're gonna we're gonna talk to some places yes and if we do we're gonna get you guys a discount code because i feel like an influencer by saying that so yes you've been influenced <laughs> <laughs> do you feel influenced yet yeah so do I. And like, why do you say that? And then in two minutes, I'm going to get an ad on my phone that's like, do you want a neon sign? Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, girl. Everything's so creepy. That happened to me the other day where I was looking at, happened to me the other day when I was looking at vibrators. <laughs> she and... took a deep breath for that one. Yeah. And then I went on Instagram and it was on there, like every other ad, it was like female pleasure, condoms, sex, are you a whore? Us too. Buy our products. And I was like, what? It was crazy. But I never told anybody I didn't, like, look it up necessarily, like, on that device. I guess I looked it up on another iCloud device, but not that device. And then I looked at my Instagram, and it was everywhere. Yeah. Why? It's just, like, um, I don't know. one of the companies, like, we're going to work with for the podcast, I often sign up for their emails because, like, I, like, we're not going to recommend any products to you all that we ourselves don't love and don't try. 
And I always get the most raunchy email subject lines. And like, I would check my work email and be like, the next one is like, <laughs> your mom wants to vibrate this Sunday. Buy her a new pleasure gift. And I was like, why would I buy my mother a vibrator? Like, if you have that relationship with your mother, like, girlies go off. Yeah. But my mom, if she even knew I knew the word vibrator, she'd probably keel over. Yeah, like, have you ever discussed vibrators with your mother? Sarah. Do you know, no, but do you know how close my mom and I are? Yeah. We've never discussed vibrators. She does not know I have sex toys. That is an off-limit subject. Yeah. My mom and I are very open with each other about sex and about, like, UTIs and pregnancy tests and what else, like, plan B and stuff like that and, like, condoms and stuff. But, like, like sex health, like, reproductive health, tampons, birth control, oh, whatever. Really? Absolutely not. Birth control is the extent my mother knows. The extent. But vibrators and sex toys, like... I got an email being like, Sarah, we want you to advertise for our beaded butt plugs with feathers sticking out the other side. And I was like, no. I mean, as much as I'm like, go off, like I hope you guys have so much success. I'd probably buy one in the future. I'm not gonna, no. I don't want my mom to know, you know? Yeah, I just like, (laughs) Sarah knows. Like one time I was on the phone in the living room and I was talking to my mom about how much I can't stand Trader Joe's. I was like, the line was so fucking long. All I heard was, (gasps) I genuinely think I cried. I almost think I cried. You did my, cry. My mom, my, of course, my mom, but like she's also very like not conservative in the sense of like like well, politics. She's more traditional. Yes. And she's like, I have a black mother. Like yes. I don't, I cannot play that shit with her. So I literally almost cried. That was literally two months ago, and I'm a grown adult. So anyway, speaking of influencer influenced social media gifts. Speaking of, we influenced the fuck out of you just then. Yes. It is 10 minutes in. <laughs> it's 10 minutes in. Um, today. So, let's paint you a little picture. We got a photo shoot done for like our new era, our rebranding, our new cover, our new Instagram theme. If you haven't seen it, go check it out at Crying Public Podcast on Instagram. You guys have seen the preview of the shoot. The shoot was iconic. It was cute. It was funny. It was flirty. And we had it like a month ago, but we finally finally have a new logo probably up like next week we're gonna post on the instagram first so we'll get that sneak peek but we were talking like a very fruitful conversation about should we edit the pictures or not and like we're going back and forth because like obviously on one hand like you want to present your best self it's going to be on everyone's phones and computers and blown up and like on ads it's going to be on three hundred thousand people's phones which freaks me out i got a big ass head and that scares me we kept going back. We were like, should we edit it? Should we like... There's like also levels of editing. Yes. There's like the little smooth tool. Like the retouching when you have a big pimple on your forehead. Yeah. There's like the three layers. Like the most basic of that is like whiten your teeth, smooth your skin. That's about it. Then there's like the, okay, I'm going like fix a few pimples, smooth. Maybe like put my cheeks in a little bit. A little bit, a little touchy touch up here, but you still look like you, you know? Like if I saw the original, I wouldn't be like, oh wow, that's a drastic difference. Then, like, the level on top of that is, like, I'm making my Body arms, editing. Yeah. Arms smaller, waist smaller, butt smaller, butt bigger, ears smaller, whatever. And, like, I'm not just... I will, I will be the first to admit I've definitely done it. And for me, it was just a way of, like, making sure that I put my best self out there. But it took me so long to realize it's not my best self because it's not me. So Sarah and I were, like, we have, we're so lucky to have a platform and have so many listeners that we want to have a positive relationship with and influence on and just like a mutual beneficial relationship with 
We're like, we just don't want to have to like put out something that's fake. So it's unedited hose. If you see my forehead reflecting like a disco ball, it's because <laughs> I could not smooth it. Sydney, you went, you, you went off, and I really appreciate that little spiel because it made me feel a lot better. And also, when I looked at the logo, we're still trying to figure out like what kind of font we want to use and what kind of like graphics we want to insert, if at all, whatever, what we want to put on our cover, like what you see when you look at us, like the first image you ever get of us. And me, I'm thinking all about me because I'm selfish. And like every human, like I'm not more selfish than Sydney. I'm not more selfish than anybody else. At least I would hope I'm not. But like when I look at that picture, I'm like, there's a bump in my forehead. My teeth are not as wide as I want them to be. My cheekbones are not as defined as they usually are. And my neck looks weird and my hair's too thin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like when you look at a picture of yourself, you think the same thing. Yeah. And I think that like... Us, we, we, you know, Cindy and I were talking about that just today. Like, we have to edit. We have to do Facetune. And not only, like, did we pull two pictures up and we were like, this isn't who we are. But it was also, like, we, why, like, why would we want to, in a podcast that's about female empowerment and it's about putting your authentic, true selves out there, whether it's sexy, professional, sexy, and professional, et cetera, et cetera, why why are we like who are we to be over here being higher than thou and editing our faces to look like people who we're not portraying to like our wonderful listeners who just want to hear authentic people and I think that that's honestly what made the switch like Sydney just brilliantly said and like that's one thing like we're really focusing on now in 2021 yeah. hose is like in terms of all of our content like TikTok uh Instagram the podcast <laughs> yeah we like just want to be positive you know it's like so much bad is happening in the world and like we just want to be a moment of light for people whether it's like talking about serious topics or like laughing our asses off because whatever we want to be there with you we want to have relationship with you and like we want to build on that oh my god are we so sweet so mushy oh so mushy we're very like sitcom-y right now i know and that's what we get of... for being like happy or whatever yeah yeah Cindy and I have been in perpetually good moods with the exception of like two hours today Yeah, for like three days straight, four days straight, which is crazy. And it's kind of scary because like... We've never been in good moods for this long. I think because like finals is happening, school's ending, we're starting our new jobs. Yes. So yeah, guys, we have jobs. It's crazy. I feel like an adult. I'm paying taxes. Yes. Do that. Do this week in case anyone forgot. Sydney and I both have three like paying jobs this summer. Like, three, like, part-time or full-time jobs lined up for the summer, which is insane. Like, we're obviously so busy, and we're just finishing up our studies studies for this year, which is crazy. Um, So today, on that social media vein, we are going to be talking about social media toxicity, social media going-ons that are happening that just seem a little bit fake, a little bit suspicious. We're going to be talking about Instagram, TikTok, social media platforms in general, and how that contrasts with previous forms of media. The MCC, the communications major in me is coming out right now. And uh, just like how women in general try to portray themselves online on different platforms, whether it's TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And it's like, why do we do it? And Facebook, and why do we do it? Who do we do it for? And how can we go forward from this moment? Yeah. So what like kind of sparked this whole thing was one like the logo thing. Then also a couple weeks ago, this picture of Khloe Kardashian that was like taken by I don't know who, but it was unfiltered, very raw. 
and most importantly, not approved by Chloe to be spread on social media. So when the picture was spreading, obviously people are very critical of Kardashians as a whole, but specifically Chloe. And I feel so bad for her because I think she's so funny, beautiful, et cetera. But she like did something to make sure that all the pictures were taken down because she has that power, obviously. And people are obviously going after her saying like, it's you, like, why are you upset? And she released this statement and she posted like the notes app white slide, but like in the Kardashian way to the picture. But their family tried to have it scrubbed, not from just only Instagram, but like from the entire internet. And like, that's obviously gonna be expensive or whatever. But she posted the picture and then she said, and I quote, this is me in my body, unretouched and unfiltered. The photo that was posted this week is beautiful. By someone who has struggled with their body image their whole life, when someone takes a picture of you without like your permission or like it's unflattering, obviously you want to get it down. You don't want to be shared with the world because you spent so much time. This is not her speaking anymore. But me putting words in her mouth, you spend so much time getting accustomed to what like your body looks like and become comfortable with who you are. So to have someone kind of like with one picture, especially to that magnitude, just kind of like tumble your confidence down. Like I understand, but I had so many bones to pick. Like I couldn't so figure out. Many. Obviously my our opinion doesn't really matter because I yes. can't her, but like on one hand, it's obviously like it's your body, it's your picture, like that is you should have permit you should have control over what the world sees of you, obviously. And like she's obviously had a lot of um a long journey with accepting her body. Yes. But on the other hand, she was saying that like it's because of um, like the world standards that like she was always been called the fastest or the ugly sister, and like she has to try so hard to fit in, right? Which requires her to edit, et cetera, et cetera. But also, like her family is the one who created the beauty standards for this generation and continues to, you know. Yes. So it's kind of a cycle where it's like, and someone has to be willing to take that step and post that unfiltered picture or show their cellulite or that their butt's kind of saggy or that it's you know too big or too small. Yes. To society standards, to like make a change in that way so in both ways I'm kind of like eh so how do you feel about it I just talked like 10 minutes straight no you did not and I was that was actually very sincerely interesting and I think like the Kardashians are always under some sort of scrutiny and I think a lot a a very large part of it is why Sydney and I are like fans of the Kardashians a large part of their criticism is uh, due to the male gaze, which we did a whole episode on. Go check it out. (laughs) Shameless plug. But like, it hurts being a part of a female empire and seeing all of these men who still live in their mom's basement be like, you're slut, you're a whore, you make your money because of this man you dated, because of Travis Scott. You didn't do anything. You're just famous because of your sister's sex tape. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I think seeing that's really hard, especially because, like, Kylie, for example, is the, what, youngest billionaire, like, yeah. ever? Or millionaire oh, or something that, like that? There's, like, an asterisk to that. Because she's, an like, born into money, but also she's also... There is an successful. asterisk. There's an asterisk for the whole family. Yeah. Uh, but I also think that, like, it, at our core, which any woman should do because you first you don't know the Kardashians none of us know the Kardashians I'm assuming all 300,000 of you yeah. don't know the Kardashians hey, personally maybe. maybe I don't Sliding know our DMs if you do that's really cool and DM us so that we can get an interview but like mm-hmm. if you don't know someone and you don't know how they make their money you don't have a right to like say oh you're famous cuz or you do this cuz or you have this amount of money cuz and like obviously they were born rich Kylie was born rich like that's why she has the success that she has to like the bottom line but at the same time 
you can acknowledge that objectively and you you can also not simultaneously put women down if that makes sense and I feel like that's a lot of what men do and that's what we're trying not to do and that's what Cindy just said but I just said it in like a million other words and not as eloquently you know but it's weird because like men are in some ways held to a, a similar standard but also not at all because yeah while so many men feel like they have to be you know the breadwinner because yeah. like I went on we talked about this I went on a date two days ago and we were talking about this and he was like all men feel like they have they can, they're not attractive if they're not above the height of six foot like girls always make jokes about like oh he's on the, he's not over six foot and he's yeah. not or whatever and then so guys that are under that height feel the need to be like shredded ripped gym rats so they can quote unquote compensate for not being like the attractive height or whatever yeah but then on the other hand of that there is an entire group of women like a very large portion of society that fantasizes about dad bods there's actually on TikTok so many videos about how hot like actors are like when they reach their like quarantine phase and got kind of like lost some of their muscle from like when they were in movies. And I still think they're so attractive, you know? So I feel like it goes the same way with women in some senses where like some guys like size double zero girls with like smaller boobs, smaller butt, small waist, while some men love women who are like voluptuous and have like big boobs, big butt a bigger stomach, etc. So I feel like it's everything is subjective. That's why yeah. the whole editing thing, obviously I do it. I've done it. I'm trying to we stop. We all do it, genuinely. yeah. Because yeah. I, I, you've heard me say, I want to be skinny. I want to be thick. And I was like, girl, you are neither and in between. So like, choose one. You look how you look, etc. But like, the, whole, the whole body positivity thing, which I know you're going to talk about, is just like, it's it's tricky it's sticky it's muddy there's this one tiktok that's been going around recently actually it's been kind of a lot of tiktoks about this one girl who uh like did kind of a your body can look like this like that and like it can be bloated and it's fine but then this girl was obviously a size triple zero with abs and she worked out every day and she like ate super healthy and she clearly has a really fast metabolism because she eats a lot and like or she just protein builds like I don't know her story obviously Mm -hmm. the main point is that she was portraying herself in a body positive scenario and being like you can blow on period (laughs) scenario scenario Scenario. guys is it scenario or scenario I think I think it's scenario but scenario is a bougie way to say it all right like Target. Scenario. Yeah, Target. You know, like those moms that are like, Target. That's my aunt. When Target. I'm like, girl, Target. Oh my God. What what else is there? I feel like, like, oh my God, Bloomies. Like, I'm going to Bloomies. Have you ever heard of that? Bloomingdale? Like Bloomy? Yes. Oh, if you call them Bloomies, you're rich as hell. Oh my God. Yes. Literally. I've only ever heard my like friend's rich ass mom say that. And I was like, what? Um, But I think like the whole controversy that was surrounding that video was because it was like, oh my god, you're literally like the beauty standard. Just because you blow it once or twice doesn't mean that you understand the struggle of fit into an extra large dress. Like, just like stuff like that. Like, those were a lot of the comments that yeah. she was getting. Or even like, so many like, stores like Meshki, Pay Little Thing, etc. Like, advertise. I'm not saying those specific stores. just like stores like that. They're like, all really big on TikTok and like, do have these trends and fast fashion, etc. Claim that their body inclusive because they have models who might have a little bit of thigh or like, have a fake butt. But then their size goes up to extra large, you know? And the fact that we even have to say, like, extra on a size. Yeah. Or the fact that we have to say plus size and not minus. Like, I something about it just rubs me really the wrong way. Plus size never sat well with yeah. me, ever. That's weird. And it's just like, for example, like if I was a model, 
LOL because I'm literally 5'2 and they'd probably be like what is that lizard doing in clothes no um, I do a plus size model like genuinely yeah so would I yeah like if you're above a size like zero yes and maybe it, like they called Barbara Paulman a plus size model I was like that is literally my body like when I work out that's what the kind of body type I want to get so I was like, what in the heck? Well, the cold truth is, especially with Victoria's Secret models, if you are not the size of a literal stick, and if you don't eat a certain way, work out a certain way, like they have, they all have regimens that they have to yeah. do because they have to fit into these clothes and look a certain way on stage. If you don't look a certain way, you're plus sized. Yeah. This girl got a lot of, a lot of hate on this video because... She was what beauty standards consider to be skinny and was saying that it's okay for skinny girls to get bloated. And that's what kind of like the message was. But a lot of people in the comments were saying nobody needs this message. This message yeah. is the beauty standard. People need not the beauty standard and it's okay not to be that, you know? Yeah. I said that in like the weirdest way literally ever, but I, you know. I vibed with it. Thank you. I'm very glad. Let's do the accent for a little bit. I kind of like it. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Um, wait, did you see that TikTok where it was like, uh, any girl ever after like one drink in the ghost? Yeah. And the thing is they were actually British. I was like, why? I'm so dead. They went from like proper London British to, uh, Cockney. Yeah. Essex. I don't think they did Cockney. Love Island. You can always tell who's from Essex. Because they're like, because when they walk in, they're like, fuck, she's from Essex. And it's so funny. It's like the Florida. (laughs) 
I'm so dead. Uh ha ha. Wait, what? <laughs> why did I just laugh like that? Guys, Cindy's working on the logo right now. I literally am editing it, like not editing, in sense of pictures, editing like the font. Yes. So what I do is I literally make a million uh, versions because I can't decide, and then I literally force Sarah to choose. We do our little handguns. We need to post yeah. a picture like that one day. But anywho, going back to like editing and stuff, there was this also another controversy surrounding the Kardashians where Kim posted a picture of her kids. Oops, sorry, that was my mail. Kim posted a picture of her kids and it was obviously like edited. I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about because it was like a huge thing on like Twitter and everything. But she posted a picture of North and her other kid. I don't which know one? Psalm is so cute. Saint is so cute. Wait, Chicago's cute. They're all cute. Oh, Chicago's so cute. But like it was like North and someone else and she like tucked in North's stomach her other kid they like widen their eyes to make them look cuter like I don't know it was like weird and everyone was like dude they're literally like you're you're forcing these standards on them if you're doing it on your Instagram you're probably doing it in real life too yeah so Kim got slammed for like two weeks for this whole thing what do you think about that do you think that she had the right to do that do you think she should have gotten as much hate as she got think well I don't wish hate on anyone accountability is like my thing yes but Imagine how we didn't get that until we were what? Like Instagram grew. Instagram was really big when we were in like, or sorry, we were in like middle school slash high school. So like think about we're what, 14 years old. We were starting to like feel weird about our bodies and like think, oh my God, let me suck in or let me do an ab crunch before homecoming or like whatever. Think about when we were fucking six years old, if we were being told like suck in for pictures, like things like that, the harm would be so much worse than it already is. And I, I can't even imagine like, even just for me, how devastating that would be. Because, like, I have an awful relationship with my body. I always have. And, like, I've obviously become a lot better now. Because, like, I have gained a lot of weight mm-hmm. since, not even quarantine, but, like, I had such unhealthy eating habits in high school because of, like, my anxiety. Like, I did have an eating disorder, but not to, like, a crazy extent, but to an extent where, like, it was a problem. To a point where, like, I had, like, I just wouldn't eat. Because for me, it was, like, if I skip this one meal, like, I'll be, like, good, you know. And I did lose a lot of weight. And I felt so good about my body. People started commenting on it. And, like, I felt good posting bikini pictures and whatever. And then when I met Mr. Medium, they call it relationship weight. We would literally go out to eat for every single date. And I'd see him, like, four times a week. And But for the first time ever, like, my anxiety, which was centered around my relationship in high school, was finally gone or, like, finally had, like, reduced itself to, like, a manageable level. And so finally I was eating and eating and eating and eating. To like a, a healthier point where like I would have three meals a day. So I kind of like blew up weight wise. But like for the first time, like I want to start exercising. I have, and like I feel good about my body. Like it's not ideal, like what I ideally want it to look like, but it has supported me through a lot. And I am uh, thick as hell. So like, you know what? I'm getting to a better place. So I feel like I can't even imagine if my mom edited me as a kid and made me realize like even when I was five, my body was wrong. It, it, it teach, that's what I want to get the whole point I'm getting to with that entire 10 minute I liked it speech. I'm like getting emotional that was very nice and sweet oh Sydney. Thanks. is that you're teaching your child that their body is wrong mm-hmm. and no body is wrong you know like your body is there not to look at an Instagram photo or to look snatched Sarah support you through thick through thin through trouble through anxiety through etc like your body supports you through all of that shit and if it gains 10 pounds to do so or loses 10 pounds to do so, as long as you are healthy, then, like, that's what your body's meant to do, you know? So yeah. don't punish it by making it seem, like, telling yourself, when you when you put in your your waist, when you 
make Doctor that butt a little bigger, a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. You are subconsciously telling yourself that your body is wrong. Yeah. So I feel like that's it's and then every, you're also telling yourself that everybody else is going to think that your body's wrong if you post it a certain way. Exactly, and you're going to keep doing it and yeah. doing it, so you keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So it becomes it's a really an addiction. Bad habit. It is yeah. an addiction, and I'm it addicted is. to it. I will fully, 100 percent admit that. We're all addicts. Yeah. If you're on Instagram, you're an addict. Yeah. yeah. Because that's, the only reason anyone would ever get an Instagram account is because they care about what other people think about you. Per. That's why men on Instagram crack me up. Was it be like sunset from 16 years ago? Yeah. They get married. No one would even know. Yeah. Then two days later, here is my dog's foot. And that's their Instagram for like six years. You know? Yes. It cracks me up. And you know what else cracks me up is when like women are so like out there about stuff like that on, on TikTok and like they feel comfortable in like a certain way and they put themselves out there and like it's just it's the, the scrutiny never ends because it and I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong, but like when you post yourself edited, it's like oh my God, you're so edited. This is so fake. Especially like, I'm talking about like influencer celebrities. Yeah. But then if you post yourself natural, everyone's like, oh my God, she's a whale. Her arms are so fat, you know? And it's, or they're like, guess they're, who it is? you're so brave. Men. Yeah. Brave or for yeah. what? Taking a picture? Like, huh? Yeah. And also people are like, this, and I wanted to talk about this too. It's that whole situation of like, this isn't even me body shaming you. It's your body being unhealthy. Like you're going to get diabetes and die early if you keep on like doing whatever you're doing to make yourself look like that. You don't know okay, what show that me your person. Degree. Show literally, me your degree, first of all, where's your nutritionist degree? I want to see it. Number one, number two, the ignorance is showing so much because you need to go online and literally, it's so simple. Here's what I want you to do: pull up fucking Safari or Google Chrome Google's or whatever you want to do. Literally free, cost zero dollars. Go on and look up all of the reasons anybody ever could be overweight in the slightest, and you'll see thyroid problems, metabolism issues, and it's Genetic. all physical and genetics. You need to seriously do this research before you open your big fat mouth and insert your opinion where literally nobody wants it. The whole concept of like overweight, underweight, etc., the whole like BMI thing, everyone, it's not scientifically correct. Absolutely not. It's literally not. based on what the ideal white body We talk about this so like. often. Yeah. It's so true. It has nothing to do with genetics or like health or doesn't take into account so many things. That's why I refuse to care about what my body mass index, all that shit is. Because I don't care. Because I know like I am a thick, I, I'm thickums. And I know that I could literally <laughs> lose 30 pounds and I still would not be like whatever. So I, I simply do not care. You put that in front of me, I'll say, okay. Show me, show me the number. Literally. This no, episode so far is so like, Nice. It's enlightening. Yes. I we were going to like not do this, but we did it. We did it We a went lot. there. Did we, we did. go there? We Did we literally We just went do there, it? drove past it, drove back. U-turn that hoe. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Beep beep. U-turn. U-turn. Oh um, my God. Stop. Oh my God. Girl defined. Girl defined. <laughs> we were talking about that. Mr. Medium was over and we were all talking about Cody Ko and his like roast about girl defined and how she was like, I literally made a U-turn in the middle of the street to go and see this guy that I liked. Like, have you saw all the things I did in high school from, that I still do? Like, that totally goes with our topic, though, too, because, yeah. oh my God, these girls are on there on YouTube, one of the most popular social media platforms of our time, and they're telling high school-aged conservative women that it's not okay to have crushes on people and they to feel can be christian and like a boy and to like, feel horny like so it's okay dead. it's natural it's only bad or negative if you make it like that or if your parents tell you it's negative it just mess up your view of your body yeah and not in the sense of like even how it looks 
but like its purpose who has like power over it etc so like there's so many things that like that kind of stuff affects like sexuality wise because like i didn't get sex ed in school and like i was told to be abstinent so like when i did start feeling things i was like oh my god something is literally wrong with me but no i was feeling it was puberty is what it was yes and birth control yeah like when i first started taking the progesterone only birth control pill i was like i would literally like fuck anybody you know yeah. and it was oh girl i did oh yeah uh, i did so did i, I look like, back and i'm like huh yeah and like as much as it like is so bad to say <laughs> i'm so sorry um i'm kind of glad i went through that phase so, yeah. so much about my body and my worth and like how i should have control over it, et cetera. i'm kind of glad i went through it you know and if that's not you love yeah, it then love it like meow go and masturbate in your room but like at the same time if it is you uh yes yes ma'am yes ma'am but like another thing that i hate is like specific influencer wise is addison ray because that girl is as skinny as can be she looks healthy as fuck she's a dancer her abs are on point she looks happy, healthy, like loving her life. She has the most beautiful face and beautiful body. And everyone is commenting, especially when she first rose to fame. Everyone was commenting. They were commenting on like her weight. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? That girl's smaller than I am, than you are, like yeah. combined. You know Literally. what I mean? Like sometimes people comment on other women's weight and I look at them expecting one biased thing in my mind and then I look and I'm like oh my god they're a size extra small what's happening yeah like why are these men commenting on the size of her arms and like the fact that she has a little arm chub which every woman has because of hormones like stuff like that or like bigger thighs because it's muscle because she's been dancing since he was three yeah you know it's it's stuff like that that just gets me so riled and it'll always just be some random man with two followers with a picture of his beard yes with crumbs in it and i'm like ew what are you spending your time on this little girl's page yeah first of all pedophile yeah like ill second of all go go work go do go pay your bills like what go pay taxes literally disgusting literally taxes are due i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now i'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it join me monday to friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means follow the global story from the bbc wherever you listen to podcasts <clears throat> at&t connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Oh I was going to say, we should let our followers vote. Yes, should we? we should. Like tomorrow, like, let's choose our four favorites. Yes. And let them vote. Yeah, so tomorrow's Thursday. So guys, um, if you haven't already, right now, go look at our Instagram story. Help us choose our logo. If we don't decide to do it, I can just take this part out. But go right now. We want to hear from you. Oh my gosh, y'all. I was listening to Chris Brown earlier. I know, oh. I know. Don't yell at me. It was a 2000s playlist. And I didn't realize we were cooking. And Sarah goes, is this a big time rush? I was like, number one, it's one person. Number two, in what world does Chris Brown sound like big time rush? What? In the world where you knew exactly what big time rush song I thought it was and played it after, I thought it was boy, 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 boy. It was forever by Chris Brown. Yes. Oh my God. For the first time ever, the podcast infiltrated my life. I forgot to tell you this too. What happened? Um, Sarah, did you know this, guys? Sarah, did you know this yet? Guys. So... So you guys know my thing of Mr. Medium, like, I want to marry him, etc. Yeah. But situationship, uh uh-huh. Um, I finally, finally gave myself the pep talk to go on a date. We walked around New York City. We walked from my apartment to Herald Square to Times Square to Central Park to Upper East Side and back. If you know me, I'd know. Absolutely not. And I didn't complain once. And I was like, what? We walked for like six hours. But anyway... He was telling me how he, sorry, how I'm playing my bracelet, <laughs> how he listened to the podcast. And I was like, oh, like, that's super cute. And in my head, I was like, fuck. And he listened to the Boys to Men episode where we talk about our specific men for literally so long. And he was like, so like explain to me, like, who's this like medium guy? And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh my God, what did you say? I was like, oh, you know, like, um, wait, no, this is crazy. Yeah. I was like, he's someone who means like a lot to me. And like, I am like figuring that out. Well, the good thing is, like, I actually really liked the guy, but he's leaving in, like, two weeks, so we're going to see where that goes. I was, like, very upfront with the fact that, like, he is someone in my life that, like, is very important and, like, I am in a weird, like, position with him or, like, place. But then I felt kind of bad. I was like, am I a bad person? But also, like, I didn't even want to go on a date in the first place, but I'm trying to remember my worth, number one, and then two, not put all of my eggs in one nest trying not to like shit them out of your esophagus into one into single one carton yeah single carton <laughs> oh i love this logo so much i'm so excited yeah um she's been working on this for a really long time we're very excited but i yes that's crazy and i think that that's so and no i don't think you're a bad person because Thank you. you know if mr medium came up to you and was like 
Sydney, it was like a notebook moment. By the way, Sydney doesn't like the notebook, so I hate her. Because it's so the way, annoying. They're no, like, you're annoying. Me. You're I don't care. Bird. I don't. Like, I literally don't care. Okay. You're annoying. Bird. Sydney? <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. I just can't with them. That scene was stupid. The bird scene. I understand what you're talking about. I actually very much yeah. agree. I was like, he really wrote that down, and he was like, fuck, I did something with that. Like, no. if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> however, however, zonkers. Um, the notebook is amazing. You suck. And also, if Dan ever came, just kidding. If Dan ever came up to you and was like, Sydney, you're the one. I want all of you, everything about you, all of your flaws, all of your amazingness. I want it all and I want it forever and we're going to have to work and that's okay because I want it. I want you. You would be like, okay, done. I, no, I would literally be what? like, where are the cameras? Oh, Who's punking no. me? Who paid you? Was it my parents? And I think that like, you're not being an asshole. I just think that you're protecting yourself, yeah. and that's okay. we'll have an episode on that. We we yes. have one on the on the on the come up. Yes, on the that. come up. That was a little life update. I thought it was interesting because yeah. like, I was like, shit. I mean, I should stop saying everything about my life, guys. We're so open. we're way too open. Yes, <laughs> like we. My mom's like, I learned so much about you through your podcast, and I was like, crap. Okay. Fuck. Also, we curse every we other curse word so much out of our mouth. My grandmother was like, you were not raised to talk with these dirty gutter words and i was like yes I was. you guys sydney's grandma literally hates me <laughs> she was like, like your friend talking about getting a penis is disgusting <laughs> i was like i was my immigrant grandmother very traditional yes and it really it took a toll on her she was like i can't believe this is what you do with your life and i was like yeah meanwhile my grandmother for valentine's day ordered a dick cake and sent a picture to me. Your grandma's and it was so a cute. very big dick cake. She's always commenting on our it. pictures. She was like, My beautiful, my beautiful princess granddaughter, you are the most beautiful in the world. And it's the cutest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, she's the best. She's my Abu. Guys, I call her Abu because it's short for Abuelita. I'm dead because when she first said that, I was like, You mean Abu like the monkey from Aladdin? <laughs> I was like, That's what you just. I used to call my grandma graham crackers and make her so <laughs> mad. Oh, Lord. Let her, let her do her. Cindy and her sister are probably some of the most, like, funny, some of the most funny sibling moments I've seen, TikTok included, like, life stories included, stories of other people's stories included, has, has been Cindy and her sister. Yeah, we've had our moments. It's because we're so close in age. Ugh. Sorry. Ew. I'm literally so sorry. I don't <laughs> know where that, that came from. I'm keeping it in. I'm genuinely so sorry. Um, it's because I have four siblings, or four in total, and I am the middle youngest, and I'm older sister who's three years older than me, and the other ones are two and 30, so like very far age differences. And so we're always, and she was always taking my stuff and always in my business. I'm like, get like literally just get get somewhere get out get up do something is that g-e-t or g-i-t it's get it's get it's g-i double thing on top of it t just like get out of my face and just get up do something i just couldn't do it you know we're like we actually like have gotten better now because like we're maturing and we're realizing like we do need each other for some things but um yeah that's how i know i'm I'm, like getting old i'm getting along with my sister i'm maturing kind of that's very cute. I'm an only you. child, so I have no idea what it means to like have a sibling and have that bond. But I think you and Taylor are very funny. Um, I think the way your mom talks about your brother is hilarious. She literally nice goes, she literally goes, your brother's my favorite. 
I was like, excuse <laughs> me. Your face. Uh, ooh. And I was like, she's like, yeah, I did yeah. say that. I was like, okay, girl. I don't know why you're saying that so loudly in front of my friend. But okay. Um, Cindy's going to come with Mr. Medium visit my house in Philadelphia sometime this summer. We're going to go to this, I think like Philadelphia usually has this fair. It's like the summer, uh, summer night situation where they have a festival and a carnival and Uh food trucks and hammocks and twinkle lights and picture ops. Everything is super adorable and cute. And I've been there like every summer uh, before COVID since I've lived in Philadelphia because my dad's in the military. So we've lived in many places. But I really want Cindy and Mr. Medium to come visit Philly. And I think that that's happening. Girl, if you so went, it's like having a sibling. If you I'm went excited. to the fair in Jacksonville, like you're most likely going to get shot. Oh, why? So, that's very because, depressing and not okay. Because Jacksonville is like half black, half country. Oh. And then that is where they handshake is the guns. <laughs> so. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Um, that's just the worst. Yeah. So you know that. how that be. No. Um, oh, yeah. So Pony Boy. Did we talk about like this week with them like meeting and stuff? I don't think so. Yet? Let's do that and then wrap. Yeah. We're... Sarah's man, Pony Boy, was... Oh, why say it like that? Pony Boy. Pony Boy. <laughs> he was... <laughs> he was um, here this weekend or here for the week to help Sarah move, which kills me though because I walk in and from Mr. Reading's place and Sarah's like me drinking wine on the couch. And she's like, oh, I'm so tired from packing. Meanwhile, he is packing all of her stuff when she sits on the couch. And I was like, I am just genuinely so dead. But Pony did so much. He set up the Wi-Fi. He moved all of the furniture. He loves you. Like, he really Aww, loves you. Pony. Yeah, if he listens to our last mini, he's talking and like all of it. It's so funny. Because he's, like, he's a very quiet person. Only around me, I think. <laughs> but Yeah, um, wait, why didn't we push this sooner? You guys, if you want to go see Pony Boy in another episode, go check out our last mini-sode. Yeah. He's there. You can hear his voice. He wants to say hi to all of you. <laughs> Does he? Yes. Does he really? Anyway, we like love having double dates with them because they love each other. Uh, Pony Boy and Mr. Medium. Yes. And so we hung out twice. We got drinks. And then we played ball in the park, which is the most... I'm so dead. We went to go play ball in the park. Sarah and I both wore heels and dresses. Because, you know, that's just who we are. Yes, and, like, thin stockings that yeah. I ripped and completely destroyed. Obviously, because like, we were at a park. See, at least I put sneakers on. I looked at Sarah, and she's like, I'm going to put heels on. I was like, <laughs> okay. We also didn't just sit in the park and drink wine. Like, no, we climbed rocks. We played ball. We tossed a football. We played hacky sack. I don't even know what hacky sack is, but we did it. I'm so dead. Yes. Yeah, it's like we hit the... I was like, uh-huh. I, I was getting coached. They're like, run. And I was like... I don't know who told you that I would do that, but they lied to you. I don't do that. Pony, speaking of which, just texted me in all caps with no context, literally whatsoever. All these nuts in your face. He kills me because in person he's literally so quiet. And then out of nowhere, she'll be like, yeah, he wants to wipe his balls in my ears. And I'm like, what? But if y'all saw their text, they texted her like 50 times in a row. And I'm like, I can barely keep up with the one-to-one text. I will text Sarah like five times. She'll answer one of the messages. And I'm like, Sarah, no, they're all equally important. And then I'll be like, do you see this? She's like, no, I didn't see it. And I'm like, girl, just scroll up. Also, I, I get it now. He said, do you... <laughs> he said, do you... <laughs> see you like all these? And he said, what's all these? Can't believe you fell for that. And he goes, all these nuts in your face. 
Sydney, what did you say the other day that had me rolling? Oh, it was about the dog. Please tell that story. What, what dog? The dog that you said. Oh my god. Okay, this just makes me sound so bad. So anyway, <laughs> I was in high school. I was at a party, and my friend's dog was deaf and blind. And so I didn't really ever see it because it was like in the corner stare. It literally would sit in the corner and stare at the wall and bark. <laughs> So, no, guys, it's not funny. Like, I feel so bad. It's um, not funny. And <laughs> one day I was like literally at a high school party and it looked like a pillow because it was so fluffy and white and like medium sized. And I just like flopped onto it. Not even like, oh my God, I sat on you. I'm so sorry. Like I like was on top of it. And her was oh. like really. And I'm like, oh my God. And then it died. Not like immediately after. Like I wasn't the reason it died. I, I said that so, so badly. It eventually died from like being old and like being deaf and blind. I did not the reason that it died. But I did feel bad when it died that I caused it pain at some point in its life by Sid, literally no. by literally sitting on it. <laughs> but it's the here's what got me about that story is that usually when you hurt dogs they go like Rawr! no it was like no. vocal cord clips. It was like <laughs> and I was like what is that awful noise? It sounded like Sarah's laugh. I was like, I'm literally. <laughs> the first time Sydney told that story, I like snorted margarita through my ear. Oh my god! Oh my god, guys! Last night I was drinking wine. <laughs> I've, I've told this story so many times. Sarah's probably like, literally shut up. No, but it was a phenomenon I've never experienced, guys. I enjoyed this. Mr. Story. Medium came over last night to see the new apartment, and he brought us like a house gift wine, and I nothing even happened. I literally just put the wine in my mouth, and it it shot out my nose. <laughs> Like, you know that scene with Violet in Incredibles 2, which is in the diner and the water just shoots out her nose? It shot out, like, spray bottle out of my nose. And he just looked at me and he was like, dude, that was so cool. <laughs> I was like, what? And the entire night I was blowing my nose with wine coming out. Ew! And my whole face was just, like, fu- like fuzzy feeling. Ew! I was like, that's not a kind of feeling I ever want to feel again. Do you think, like, your nose as its own entity was, was drunk? drunk? That's, what, that's what I was about to say his name. That's what Mr. Medium was thinking. He also has a fear that his sister listened to the podcast. So, girly, if you're listening, DM me. Hi. I'm so sorry. I think I can say this. Yeah. <clears throat> we just found out that Mr. Medium's sister was on Ellen, the Ellen That's show. So ran- and so and was his, his mom. mom. Yeah. For no reason. Like, and it was, I mean, it was for a reason, but it was for like such an obscure reason that we were like, are you kidding me? Like, an obscurely amazing reason. It was just so random, though, because like her sister was on it for like something to do with her sorority or something. And then they were like, do you miss your mom? And she was like, I mean, yeah, I guess. And then her mom just runs in the, in the show. And I was like, why did they bring their mom all the way there just to have her smile? She had no, like, significant purpose. Like, at all. like, hilarious. But I literally have not met his mom, but I feel like I would love her. You guys, this is the end of our episode. Do you want to do the closing today? Um, oh, gosh. Let's see if I can do it. You can do it. Um, guys, I'm kidding. That's Sarah's thing. No. Ladies. Girls, ladies, girls. This annoying ass group of girls in my high school used to say girls, so now I like can't stand when anybody says that except we were supposed to do the thing. What thing? Oh my Um, god. Uh, life is crazy. Wait, that is literally just simply not it. (laughs) Simply, simply not it. What is it? Oh, here he goes. Shit happens. Might as well cry about it. So, if you for some reason liked this and you want to hear more and you haven't, you want to re-listen, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, whatever I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> and let's look. Is that a thing? It's a thing. No it's for way. Androids. 
Stitcher. Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor. We're naming every platform right now. Yeah. But um, you can find us at Crying in Public. Just look it up. It should be there. You'll see our cute faces. <laughs> and follow our Instagram, our TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast. You can look us, look us up on YouTube. Just look up Crying in Public Podcast. Ooh. And we're one of the ones there. <laughs> You'll find us. We're going to post our apartment tour soon. So go check it out. Go subscribe so you're notified about that. And go vote for our new cover. Boom, boom, boom. I thought you were going to say go vote in general, and I was like, I mean, is there an election? Yeah, there's an election, but if there was, you should also vote for that. Yes, if you're not registered, do it now. Do it before now. Before there's a rush. You might as well. Like before, yeah, three years from now when you're going to need that, <laughs> you'll be ready, you know? Um, goodbye. Wait, oh, no, I was going to say something funny. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, clearly we're very, like, professional. Yes, we're, we're the most professional. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's unmatched. Like, right now, you can't see us. But our hair is slicked back in buns. A professional makeup stylist just left her in blazers and gowns at the same time. And we have on three million inch heels. And we did not just burp. Yum. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.